welcome to the Breaking 90 podcast, where we talk about all things sustainable fat loss. We take people on 90-day journeys to creating fat loss forever. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Breaking 90 podcast. I'm here today with my co-host, Jerrica Rydell. We're two of the coaches of Breaking 90 Fitness. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you for listening. Hey, Jer. Hey, Alex. How are things? Things are good. It's uh, it's summertime, depending on when you're listening to this. Maybe it's wintertime, but for me, it's summertime. Um, I love summer. Um, with summer, we just like Emerson's uh, Emerson's off school. My wife, Devin, is a teacher, so she's out of school. So we just get like tons of family time. We get to do tons of cool things. Um, and I love it. I love camping. I love everything about summer. But one thing we did the other day, I don't, I, I might, we've, this is the second one we've done now. I think I talked about the first one on a podcast, but we, we did another guest wear trip. So there's like a website called guest wear trips. Um, you buy a package and it, it's, you, you kind of tell it how far you want to go, what kind of things you like, uh, what age of people are with you. And you just go on like this unknown journey. It just says like punch this into your GPS. This is your first stop. And here are the things you should do at this stop. And you go, and then you like, you go do all that stuff. You flip the page and it's like, okay, this is your next stop. This is your next stop. And you spend the whole day doing this tour. Um, so the one that we did, the first stop was like uh, a nice little like country market where you could buy like treats and stuff. And then there was like a petting zoo beside it with like llamas and, and things that uh, Emerson <laughs> was able to feed like carrots to llamas, yeah. which was really cool. And then uh, we went and saw some waterfalls, did a couple hikes, uh, wow. got some ice cream. Um, there was like a splash pad and playground for kids. There was a tour of a castle, um, like just such a fun way to spend the day. That's and I think so it was cool. like $40, $40 um, which I know you could easily plan all of this kind of stuff on your own, but the idea is you don't have to, and it will take you places that you probably would never think of going, which is really neat. That is the coolest thing. I, I forgot about this. I actually just wrote it down because I think it's amazing. But is you said how far was all this stuff from your house? So you get to choose. You you could oh, okay. you could say like basically you say where you live and how far you're willing to drive. So we we said we were willing to drive an hour and a half because we were bringing Emerson. We wanted to make sure it was like a really good kids one. Um, so yeah. we said we'd be willing to drive up to an hour and a half. So it was. It was about an hour and a half from our house, which is fine because we made a full day event out of it. Um, but there are closer ones to us that just like wouldn't be as exciting for kids, maybe. Yeah. Awesome. I love it. I'm going to try one of those out. Yeah. Let me know because I think I think everybody will like them. Honestly, I was like, this is such a cool gift idea. Like, this is what I want to just buy for everybody for Christmas. <laughs> That's an amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's like those adventure books that, you know, couples are all doing kind of like yeah. that. But this is probably way more affordable. Yeah, it's like 40 bucks and it's a one day thing and you're done. <laughs> yeah. and, and I mean, along the way, you're going to have to buy some coffees and well, ice creams yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. But that's that's part of it. Um, part of the adventure. I love it. I had to buy $3 worth of carrots for him to feed to the llamas. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Next time, I guess you wouldn't know to bring your own carrots. So, <laughs> so um, Cool. So what, do you have so what I want to talk about. Yeah, what I want to talk about today is um, four of the and feel free to add to this list. It doesn't have to finish at four, but four of the most common um, setbacks, I'll say, that people start this journey with. So when I when when for people first start reaching out and talking to me, 
these are four of the most common things holding them back from taking the first step basically or or succeeding on this journey um does does that kind of make sense where i'm going with this okay yeah i think so i think once i'm a little bit confused but once i hear the first thing, i think i'll know what direction <laughs> you're going in so so i'll just quickly touch on what all four of them are and we can we can okay. dive into each and and feel free to like add it. to the list so so when people reach out to me and uh they talk about like the number one reason they are where they are they're or they're unhappy or they haven't taken okay. their first step um often the first one is they don't have enough time and or energy yeah. um the second one is there's there's big obstacles coming up so they're they're waiting until after the big obstacles yes. uh the third one is not having the knowledge to get started mm-hmm and then the fourth one, which kind of circles back to the first, is uh, creating comparison. It, comparison to yourself or comparison to someone else. Yeah. And, and feeling, like, feeling like what you're doing isn't working as a result. Okay? Um, so, so feel free as we go to add to the list, but, uh, these are the four I definitely wanted to touch on because I think, I think if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, that's me, it's going to help give you a little bit of clarity and make you also realize that what you're experiencing is very normal. These are things that I hear every single day. Okay. So you're not alone if you fit into one of these four categories, it's completely normal, but I also want you to know that it's, it's not a setback that's going to stop you from succeeding. It's just another obstacle. So, um, do you, do you need any clarity on that or does that make sense? No, this is awesome. I like it. All right. Number one, um, I don't have enough time and or energy. I put these together. They are often separate, but they are often together too. Um, this one, I think anybody can relate to. Uh, we we jam our schedules, we jam our lists of to-dos and priorities, and we feel as if there isn't enough time to... The truth is to prioritize our health and fitness, but that's not, I don't think most people have done the deep work to realize that it's a priority issue. Um, I think most people just feel like that there isn't enough time or energy and it's impossible. Um, What are your thoughts there? I was just going to say that I think when they come in, I don't think it has to do, they don't necessarily realize that there's a deeper meaning and a deeper why behind this. I think it's literally, they just think they have, and it's true, right? Everyone's got either kids and work and all these things on their plate and it's, you know, they might be looking at their schedule or maybe they don't have a schedule, which could be one of the big factors, um, looking at it and saying, where in the world can I fit in meal prep? Where in the world can I fit in a a workout? But I think this has a lot to do with expectations. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, They expect coming into this, that uh, we're going to hold a 60 minute workout as an expectation. We're going to have all these other expectations rhymed off and they're like, well, I don't have time to fit this in my schedule until we get to talking and they realize yep and and most of the time you hear me talk about all or nothing mindset a lot most of these categories are somehow going to circle back to the all or nothing Mm -hmm. mindset this is this is very very important for the time and energy one we this doesn't need to be an all or nothing thing there is a middle ground right so you don't need to do the hour-long workout if you can start with a 10-minute workout or a 20-minute workout like i would say most of our clients exercise for 20 minutes a day would you agree yeah i would agree yeah. 
or 20 less, minutes most days actually there's days yeah. where there, it might not even happen but i'd say 20 minutes most days is what our average client does and people listening to this are gonna be like what the heck like i thought you had to work out for an hour a day well it'd be great if you could but who's got time for an hour workout every day <laughs> right or we're right. teaching our client one of our clients are pocketing now they're like 10 minutes on my lunch break 10 minutes after work and maybe a 10 minute before bed with the dog like you know, it's not about thinking you have to do it all at once either. And that's another lesson that people realize with the time management. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of this circles back to where your priorities lie. Obviously, our family and our careers uh, need to be a priority. And, and I get that. But we, we, whether consciously or subconsciously, start to prioritize other things that don't need to take priority. Um, I think just looking at your smartphone and seeing your screen time is, is a clear example of this, where we can pick up those 10 minute pockets throughout the day. Um, but, but shift, just taking a realistic look at these priorities and where these things can and should fit into my day, right? Like, yeah, I could probably make a 10 minute sacrifice at this point in my day. I could probably make a 10 minute sacrifice at this point in my day, um, but I'm choosing not to because, because probably I'm slipping into that all or nothing thinking a little bit and being like, well, I don't see an hour window in my day. No, but let's start with something, right? Something over nothing. Um, now the second part, energy because we often get to the end of a day and feel exhausted and it's like I don't have the energy to do this um that's that's probably going to be true for most people and 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 it, it, the energy to do an hour-long workout like yeah I get it especially if you're just starting out but do you have the energy to go for a 10-minute walk 20-minute walk is there somewhere earlier in the day you can accomplish that before your energy fizzles out um, the, these are, these are the opportunities we need to be looking for from an energy standpoint. I, I like to me, you have to eat that frog early in the day, right? If you leave it till the end of the day, you're not going to eat that frog. <laughs> <laughs> and I think when it comes to energy, a big one is, well, obviously nutrients, water and sleep, right? They all add up to create what is our energy. And like you said, it becomes, and then that goes back to priorities, and it doesn't have to be, like we mentioned, all or nothing. We don't have to be able to have perfect nutrition, perfect water, perfect sleep to have energy. But if we can focus on one a little bit, then we yeah. can create a little bit of momentum to keep us going. And I'm sorry, I just totally lost my train of thought. But that's that's kind of what I wanted to touch on in terms of energy. Yeah, no, that's great. If you can, if you can force yourself to wake up 10, 15, 20, 25 minutes early and get out and do a 20-minute walk to start your day, um, it'll do wonders for you. I know that's not practical for everybody. It's not possible for everybody, but if you can, that in itself will work wonders for you. Um, I think so. I just kind of remembered what I wanted to say. When it comes to energy and, and movement too, so often we don't feel like going out, but then think about how many times when you do something, even a walk, you come back, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. I feel like I can, I'm ready to tackle all these tasks. I'm feeling good. So sometimes, like you said, it's not about necessarily having the energy to start you got to eat the frog so do what you don't want to do and then once you do it you're like oh, i'm glad i did because now it's done and now i'm going to move on to this so yep. sometimes we have to do those things to find the energy to complete other tasks as well i actually added a fifth to this cat to this list as we're speaking but i'm just going to tag it on here because you mentioned that it. it's motivation a lot of times people say i don't have the motivation to yeah. get going um we talk about this loss motivation 
motivation isn't going to just show up. We need to we need to work towards it. So just as action alleviates anxiety, if you have a lot of anxiety and you have a big overwhelming list of to-dos and you start taking action, the the anxiety typically starts to alleviate. The same thing happens with motivation. We have to start taking action to create motivation. We have to create discipline, do the things we don't want to do because after the walk, you feel great. After the workout, you feel great. After you eat healthy, you feel great. You don't want to do it in the moment, but the more we do it, the more discipline we build, the motivation will start to come. But it's it, don't get it twisted. The motivation doesn't come before the discipline. It has to be the other way around. Yeah, awesome. That's, that's, I'm really glad you added that on, actually. It kind of, yeah, if you said it goes along with not enough time, not enough energy, not enough of, of X. Yeah. Motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next one's big obstacle. This is a pretty quick one, but we, we hear this all the time. I, I you know, what? I, I don't want to get started because it's summertime and I have tons of stuff this summer and I'll just get started September 1st when the kids go back to school and the schedule is back to normal. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is, especially at this time of the year, like we mentioned at the beginning, it is summertime for us. So this is when we've been hearing a ton, but it could be so many different things. Like I know I have three weekends, I have a wedding and then I have a camp. It, it could just be little things that become these little excuses. But what, what about the rest of the, the other 80% of the month? That's not those weekends, right? What can we be doing? We talk about in our program, 80% of the time, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for the all or nothing, the hundred percent. So when it becomes those little little pockets of things going on what's the, what's what are we doing the rest of our 80 percent of our day our week or month the truth is if you don't learn how to navigate obstacles you will never succeed long term if you let if you let every obstacle become another spot where it's like i'll just wait until after another big setback like that you will never ever succeed if you have to put your entire journey on pause a couple times a year because of big obstacles you won't succeed I'm not saying you can't go on that week-long vacation and enjoy yourself fully, but if you're getting into that mindset where it's like, ah, I'm just, I'll just start fresh after that, that vacation's in three weeks, two weeks, one week from now, I'm not going to start, you're, you're not doing yourself any justice, right? Like, if you can treat, if you can, like Jerrica said, do a really good job 80% of the year, that leaves you a lot of wiggle room. Um, but the time is now, guys. Like, if you're, if you're feeling it, like, get on that journey now. Even if, uh, what's today? Today is Monday. Even if you're going camping this weekend and you know it's going to be a bit of a write-off, why not take advantage of the next five days, right? Even if these are the first five days of your journey, that is a huge, huge mental barrier for people. Just always looking for the next obstacle to start after. I'll wait till January 1st. I'll wait till after March break. I'll wait until after the summer. I'll wait until after my vacation or my birthday. There's always going to be something else. Exactly. And it could be Friday if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I'll just wait till Monday. It can, might not yeah. even be an obstacle. It might just literally be because people are so fixated on Monday starts. Yeah. It's like, yeah. no, because now maybe you're off this weekend. And this is a great chance that you can actually get a walk in because you're not as busy. You know, you have time to meal prep. So like, why not utilize the weekend rather than see it as a total blowout? And stop looking for perfect. Just look for better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, okay, next Next one. I don't have the knowledge to get started. I just don't know even what to do. Um, we did an episode. I can't remember if it was you and I or Kelly and I, but we did an episode on analysis paralysis. This is, this is super common where you, you feel like you need to have all of your ducks in a row. You feel like you have to know every single thing to get started. And this couldn't be further from the truth. Pick one thing, start it today. 
Um, if you write down a list of five things you know you could do to get it a little bit closer to your goal, every person listening to this can do that. They might not be the optimal five things. Don't get me wrong. Um, the, the, like that's difficult to know the optimal five things, but you could pick five things that would get you a little bit closer and you can start taking some of that positive action. It doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't need to be the best, but something will do better than nothing. Um, this is a huge part of the reason people hire coaches. There's an overwhelming amount of inter- uh, information on the internet and books and magazines. I get it. It's, it's really overwhelming. Some things are pushing you one direction. Some things are pulling you another direction. Getting clarity from a coach will help. But even without a coach, taking any positive action will have an impact if you do it consistently. Yeah. And when you're creating these, even this list, like Alex mentioned, don't, I want you to think about like what we talked about in previous podcasts, your bare ass minimum. I don't want you to be writing, oh, I got to work out. Like we talked about 60 minutes a day, but I'm, how much are you doing now? Am I doing zero? Well then 60 minutes on my, my list of changing things is a bit unrealistic. So let's do 10 minutes a day. So setting those bare ass minimums, just a little bit better than what you're currently doing when you're creating these small little changes. And that's the only, that's the best place to start. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Last one, that comparison to yourself or comparison to someone else or people around you that makes you feel like nothing is working. Um, I think the big thing here is that we're not comparing two identical things. So if you're comparing yourself to a different time in your life, or you're comparing yourself to someone around you, you aren't comparing the exact same thing. And that's really, really important to wrap your head around. Um, my sister's doing keto and she's lost a ton of weight. Well, you aren't your sister and that keto probably won't work for her long-term anyways, but that's another story. Um, don't compare yourself to anyone around you. You have to discover what is realistic for you, what's going to work for you and what's going to get you closer to your goals, because that story won't be identical to anybody else's story. All right. We lagged out a little bit there. I don't know if you guys heard Jack clearly, but I got the gist of what she was saying. If you didn't, um, comparing yourself though to, to yourself in a different period of your life is like comparing two different people, right? Obstacles have changed. Your metabolic rates change. Your priorities have changed. There's different factors. We can't, if you're frustrated because this used to work for me, well, you're not comparing yourself to the exact same version of yourself. Something needs to change. If you are not making progress, something needs to change. If you don't know what to change, that circles back to the knowledge. And that's where obviously a coach can help you. But taking a step forward, being willing to go into it with that big beginner's mindset and pick something out that you can change or that can get you a little bit closer is going to help here. Don't keep doing the same thing over and over and over again if it isn't getting you where you want to go. Um, I just want to touch on what you just said about mindset coming in with an open mind mm. just kind of adds on to comparison is so important. A lot of people come in with this, like these blinders on like, this is what I know works for me, yeah. but yeah. having that open mindset, especially in this topic of comparison um, will allow so much more progress because you're willing in the willingness to try new things. Um, it, it's huge in this journey. Especially if you're going to do this with a coach, like don't go into that experience with a coach feeling like, you know what you're doing already just go in as a, as a kindergartner, just be willing to learn, see what they have to offer. You might not like all of it. You might, you might love some of it, but just see what they want to teach you and and what you have, 
what you have the opportunity to learn from them before you make your judgments and ideas because every coach every program is going to teach you a little bit different and it's up to you to pick and choose which parts of that you're going to attach to your own life and journey all right awesome that's it guys thank you for listening um my tip for you today is if you're struggling with protein i just i just sent this message out to our members uh yesterday as i was making a cob salad um if you're struggling with protein try to make a cob salad cob salad's the best because you can put any protein in it you can put steak in it chicken in it eggs in it bacon in it ham in it like there's i don't know what a traditional cob salad is, even is anymore because i put everything in it um you can put any veggies you have in your fridge it's so great because what I'll do is I'll make like three or four proteins and then we'll make our big cob salads. And then you have those proteins left over for the week to put into other things like stir fries and omelets and, and uh, whatever else you're making through the week. So it's, it's so universal. Um, and then what I actually do for the dressing is I, I just use uh, Greek yogurt and sriracha, mix it up. That's actually just more protein in the dish. And so awesome. Uh, it's like such a high protein, low calorie option. And then it sets you up for success the rest of the week because your veggies are already prepped and chopped and your proteins are ready. Um, yeah, I think, I think everybody could add that into their routine. <laughs> okay, Sounds guys. Good. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you being here. Make sure you rate, comment this, uh, rate and like this and leave comments if you have any. Um, share it with your friends. We appreciate you being here. We appreciate you listening. Have a great day. Thank you.